Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Raw Recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm your host, John Roca, joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Sheet, one of my good friends, though you may not believe it, Ryan Satin. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, Roca. What's wrong? (laughs) Just a preemptive hug, because you never know what's going to happen. I think people need to understand we're two Latinos, and Latinos love to (laughs) clash horns, but they come out of it all right afterwards. No one was, uh, people were worried last week. It was kind of hilarious to me. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's funny too. Once I, I we talked about it a little on Wrestling Sheet Radio too. Oh yeah. Uh, and from what I've seen, most of the people, because then even those comments were filled with like people taking sides. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, we only talked about it for like a second at the top. Yeah. But um, no, I, people said that we did too much name calling last week. What do you mean name calling? I don't know. I guess we were we were insulting <laughs> each other. Points. We oh. get fired up sometimes when we're arguing. I don't recall this. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I that's in. Yeah. Co- there was so many comments like it wasn't the arguing it was the name calling and i was thinking 
Yeah. When did, when did, we, yeah, call when did we call names? <laughs> okay, like, yeah, well, I'm not yeah. gonna call, I'm not gonna say we didn't do it because we might have. We get fired. Yeah, up no, sometimes. true, true. But maybe we. But I don't. I don't usually resort to that. Oh, you're, I'll say you're crazy or you're insane. Or that's yeah. ridiculous. But I don't think it's name Me calling either. necessarily. I right. feel the same way yeah, in, yeah. in that regard. Yeah. I, I like to be above the name calling as yeah. well because it's when you have to resort to the name calling, it means you've technically lost in the argument. Yeah, you really have. So yeah. And if you resort to physical violence, you've really lost the argument. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's great. So anyway, yeah. let's, let's get into this thing from Cleveland, Ohio. Peaceful Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, 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 Raw was emanating from there. Flair comes out. Um, a lot of people online thought Flair was drunk or something was happening here. But this is Ric Flair at this age. Remember, he's gotten over a heart attack. He's got a lot. Of, he's had a lot of physical ailments. And hey, that time in the ring, look, we've lost so many wrestlers of his generation early in life and to see rick and hogan still kicking around is pretty amazing so the fact that he has an occasional night where he doesn't all have all his faculties possibly there i think we can excuse the great one for that but anyway I also think, out, yeah. before you sure, sure, sure. breeze past it i also think that you know what at this stage in rick flair's life yeah i don't know if we want i mean like let him be Ric Flair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's <laughs> like enjoying so man. much. He lost his son. Like, yeah, just like let him so do his much. thing. Like, yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry. Like, uh, unfiltered, uh, looks like he's about to explode Ric Flair is the best Ric Flair anyway. Yes. So I... So I was into it. It was this whole promo was classic Ric Flair. Off the rails, Flair is always the best Flair. The I, best. I, you know, because you don't know where he's going to go, and that's part of the joy. Even during the promo that happened, uh, I think it was right after the match. In case we don't yes. have it written down, like when he's like, "Hogan, you better be at SmackDown in yeah wherever." And he starts just, I loved it. He starts just throwing out cities, and he's like, yeah. well, I don't know where it's at, but I know where I am or whatever. I love it. I was like, man, Ric Flair's the best, dude. I love that guy. He's great. And Lawler tried to, you know, like kind of, you know, pick up the pieces afterwards. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> there was definitely like a little pause. And then it was like, I believe Ric Flair is talking about Friday Night Smackdown in Toledo or whatever he said, you know? I, ding, 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 Toledo. I thought the same thing. You know that it was definitely Vince in the ear, like, say where they're going to be. <laughs> Flair forgot. And then Flair just walking back there. How was that, balls? And Vince good. just shaking his head. Good, Rick. No, he yeah. was just like, good, 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 good job, good good job, job Nate. Jesus Christ, go take care of him. <laughs> uh, anyway, comes out, does this really funny promo. Of course, brought up Mother's Day. I'm with your mother. I'm like, just classic Rick stuff, yeah. which he can get away with. Like, of course. Not a, you know, 2019 wrestlers cannot get away with this. Flair has a grandfather clause, literally and figuratively, in this uh, situation in our heads, I think, that he gets away with saying the stuff that he talks about. Then talks about Crown Jewel, talk, you know, threatens Hogan. Does then, it? Are you scared we're going to see Hogan versus Flair? Yes, that is going to happen. I'm worried it's going to happen, Of course it's going to happen. Like, I was joking when it happened, and they had the face-to-face thing, and everyone was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, And it was like, one more match, and I got caught up in the whole excitement of it all. But I don't think I I actually want to see them wrestle. You know what? I don't want to see them wrestle, but they will. Not so much. I, I feel like... I would be okay with another Hulk Hogan match. Quick thing in, in Saudi Arabia, whatever. Mm. I think I would at least, I'm not as scared by it because he's had so many surgeries on his back. And it's really just his back from right. the leg drops. Right, right. He's got one leg drop in him, I bet. 
Um, <laughs> I feel like he's got to have one in him for Ryan's a million dollars. Ryan's the kind of the ride the horse till he's dead, and then he moves on forward. What's wrong with you? Oh, says the guy that wants to see someone get pedigreed off a of hell in a cell. Well, that's different. A, y- <laughs> a young person, a young person. Uh, uh, but, no, I hear you. But, I mean, but Flair. It would just bother me to see Hogan, because Hogan's so big, dude. Like, Flair can get away with it. Flair's see, a smaller frame. Flair almost died. Like, Flair yeah, was true. literally on death's door. True. Like, a, a doorstep. Like, he was... He, he almost died twice. Like, yeah. he has had serious health right. risks. Yeah, but don't you think Flair's the kind of guy that would be okay dying in the ring? Oh, yeah, but I don't want to watch it. Well, like, fair. I realize that Flair would probably I'm okay. I'm sure they're going to black. They did it with Owen. Make Flair happy, but I, yeah. I don't want to. It doesn't mean I want to watch it, you know? I would love it. He just said, woo, woo. Just that, that's how he goes. That no, would be incredible. That, that's it not be what sad, anyone wants to but see. It, but I think there'd be a poetic thing to it. And me personally. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But you don't want to see them fight. But no, anyway. Well, no, I, yeah. I don't want to see them, but they will. There'll be, there will be fisticuffs between them at what, some point. What about a tag match? What are you talking about? No, not together. On opposite sides. Oh. So that they can each so get you the... mean like a Raw or something? No, no. Like at a pay-per-view or WrestleMania. What pay-per-view would they a be WrestleMania. at? A year from now? They're going to year from now. Listen, once you get the age that they're at, months or years. <laughs> months Saudi Arabia. Months. Saudi Arabia. Next year in Saudi Arabia? No, those are every one? couple months. Okay, in a couple months, okay, fine. I'll take it. Maybe there's some residue from this match yeah. and a tag match between them. Fine. Okay. Fine. You're cool with a tag match. Yes, I'll be cool with that because there's less strain on you in a tag match. Okay. Hogan and comes in as a one leg drop, does the yeah. ear cut and stuff. Hogan is the Oakland. He's the Oakland in this situation if he goes. So, like, he comes in only to mop up at the end. Okay. Maybe one uh, one or two minutes in the ring punching, doing whatever. But then he, you know, come in. And of course, there'll be blood. I just. Someone's going to blade themselves. <laughs> I just don't think Flair can phone it in, so to speak. Of course, and Flair not can. do, like,. The top rope bump where he gets tossed off, like the thing where he flips around it, then gets tossed off. You know, like <laughs> he can't do it at the same time. I know, but I get so scared that he's gonna try if he's Oof. in a match. We're not saying he's gonna have a match. I'm just right. saying it looks that way. It keeps the the, the way they've been hyping this yeah. is 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 scary. Although it might just be for this match, like right. a post match thing where they come in, we get a Hogan leg drop one. Yeah, last yeah, time, maybe. So. maybe. Why not a Flair figure four? Can he we still can do it? That he can do. With his knees, he can still do it? Yeah, right. he can do a figure right. four. He can always do a figure four. Would you four. ever want to see Brett in the ring again? No. Okay. That's a different situation to you. Yes. Why? Well, he did one. Didn't he do that tag match once? I don't remember. I was okay when he... He's done like a little thing here He's and there, younger than them, by the way. No, but his was a different situation, too, of the, though. The concussion? Yeah, the, the stroke that he had. Oh, right. The stroke um, as well, right? I forgot about that. Yeah. So, okay. It's a little right. bit different. Um, but right. I, I do think that we're maybe going to... Maybe we're just going to see it here. We'll have, at, at the end of the match, okay. some kind of thing at Saudi Arabia. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> All right. And look, Jimmy, the, uh, Jimmy Hart's still doing it, so God love him. God love him. Hair, not one gray hair. Naturally. Well, and, he's very particular about his hair. I mean, who wouldn't be? He was a former rock musician. Did you on. ever watch uh, that Legends House reality show? I, tr- I really try. I watched two or three episodes, and I was just like, man, this is just watching old man wander. I did this in the military for eight years. I don't need to watch it on his show. It's a fair review. Yeah. Um, it's probably why Although I never I brought love it back. Them. Although I love yeah, them. Of course. And I appreciate that they addressed Pat Patterson's homosexuality, yeah, there, but which there I was, really like. There was one scene where he talks about how he 
does his hair yeah. every morning. Oh, really? Okay. It's my favorite part of that whole show, besides the Pat Patterson stuff. <laughs> right, right. But the, 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 the stuff when he talks about his hair, and it shows how he does his hair, and he's got a whole routine. Uh, it was very entertaining. <laughs> Go back in the archives if you haven't seen All it. Right. I'll watch that. Well, by the end of this promo, he introduces Drew McIntyre as the last member of his team here for Team Flair, going into this battle against Team Hogan, which seemed to just come out of nowhere. So they're going at... Uh, uh, and Drew's been off the TV for weeks. What, what yeah, was, he was what injured. Was, Oh, was that what it was? Okay, okay. All right, all right. Big man like that. Uh, But then Ricochet comes out. They go at it because McIntyre said like maybe one or two lines. And then boom, Ricochet comes out. They go at it. This is a damn good match. Hell yeah. A damn good match. And uh, uh, I love that they gave McIntyre the victory. Here goes Ricochet loses nothing losing to McIntyre. But it was a brutal Claymore kick. Good God almighty. So it was totally believable that he took the loss here. Uh, But then Flair gets, like you said, gets back on the, or during the middle of the match, rather, has this weird promo who's who's ringside with him i forget who it was yeah yeah uh, and, and does this weird promo about smackdown or whatever. but then at the end uh we see the situation here with mcintyre flair going off so this is good did you enjoy this uh, we also saw that brutal post-match thing where uh, oh yeah yeah they beat where up where uh, drew mcintyre did the yeah. the reverse alabama slam thing onto the steel steps which looked pretty gnarly yeah yeah um rich took some bumps i missed uh i missed drew mcintyre i yeah. thought that he's well, he he had been one of the most imposing forces on the show yep. prior to getting injured, and I'm glad that it wasn't like a long injury. He just had to get a little thing done. I think it was a shoulder, mm-hmm. um, and now he's back. I feel like with the brand split, he was needed on, yep. on the Raw side yep. um, in terms of just like uh, big, tough dudes that people want to watch wrestle. And so I loved here that they kind of like kicked off the post-Heyman era, uh, post-draft Heyman era version of Raw yeah. with Drew McIntyre, who is great, him coming back, and then a fantastic, competitive, long match between <laughs> two guys that are at the top of their game right now. Uh, yeah. I loved it. I thought Drew needed the win since he had been off TV for a little bit, just kind of established that he is one of the top guys on the brand. Yeah. I don't, like you said, I don't think Ricochet loses anything by losing here. Right. Uh, I saw some people on the internet saying that uh, Ricochet losing and then being beat up. Uh, afterwards means he's being buried now. What? Which I feel like now you know why I had such a yep. dislike of you using that term That's so fair. loosely. That's fair. Because that was like, what? He lost one match. Yep. He lost a match. Shut up. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, it's just people trying to create shit. I, I completely agree you with you. You have to have a pattern to be even accused of burying. Like, you have to pattern of losses, consistent losses. Like, what maybe, not necessarily. No, because you were right. You were right to correct me about that. The difference between burying and quicksanding is, 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 is the truth, you know? Yeah. So they're not, this is just, you know, people got to lose. That's just how it works. And you got to put somebody over. McIntyre's coming back after a few weeks being injured, like you said. So he put him over against a star like Ricochet. It works. It puts him back in the conversation of like, can he, will he or won't he? Right? Remember? And so, I could honestly see him becoming champion on the Raw brand. Me too. Post brand split sure, now. Sure. Um, now that there's distinct brands, um, it's, it's, leave the top of the card much more thin. Yes. And he is without question someone that can be slotted in there, um, mm-hmm. especially if The Fiend is on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You know, uh, they agreed. need that top heel, that number one yeah. guy, and there's <coughs> no better person to do it than Drew McIntyre. I agree, and it was good to see him in the ring again, and uh, we'll see what happens at this Crown And Crown Jewel's this Sunday? No. Or is it next Sunday? It's on Halloween. It's on Halloween? Yeah. Oh, I think it's on Thursday. I right? wasn't going to leave the house anyway, so I might as well stay and watch that. Can I do anything for Halloween? No, hell no. Not at my age, son. I've done it all. I've done it all already for Halloween. You don't go out in the slightest bit. No. Can I get candy? 
anymore. Yeah. I can't get candy anymore. So I don't go out. It don't make I, no sense. Eric, when I first started dating my girlfriend, she was still not giving up on, on trick-or-treating <laughs> in her what? 20s. In I know. Her 20s? And then I used to have to go with her. And then finally... Where like, are these neighborhoods that give candy to 20-year-olds? The hills. Okay. Or, so, so, oh, the, the valley. Sorry, the valley. That makes sense. Uh, the Woodland Hills, what I was going to say. Um, the valley. But um, but then finally, like, I want to say, I think, was it, I think it was two years ago now. Yeah. She where I said, no. Where I said to her... <laughs> I'm not going with you trick-or-treating anymore. Like, I just need you to know, like, I'm not going trick-or-treating anymore. I am not a young girl in my 20s. Right. I am a grown man in my 30s. Grown-ass man, dog. And I can definitely not walk up to a house and ask for candy. Especially as a Latino. That's dangerous. Especially to do nowadays. I got this big beard, you know, like, no, I I can't, you know, and and even with a mask, it's not okay. And and, and she was even worse. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she was it it was like a hard reality that she had to accept. uh, But but we still racking up candy just a few years ago. Really? Wow. Now I just buy it. I just buy her candy. If anybody came to my house who was over 15 to ask for uh, trick-or-treat candy, I'd be like, get a job. Get out of here. Get, get a, a job. job. Go and buy your own candy. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I, I give uh, them pennies in the bag. Now <laughs> I just try and not make her realize. I, I try and, like, distract her with candy that I bought so she doesn't uh, think that we're missing out on all this Halloween candy in all these houses. Oh, my God. I'd love it if you went to the houses in your neighborhood and be like, will you just, just give these for Erica just, just when she comes around? Please. Please for Erica, like just, just tolerate her. <laughs> that would be epic genius. Anyway, or anyway, yeah, no, I don't do anything. And she, she, you know, my my girl's an introvert, so she's certainly not going okay. out on the on the boulevard with all those people. Um, if we could have a perch on top of a roof to watch it, I think I'd do that. Okay, fair. Because enough. that's good. Like people watch it yeah. and, and marvel at the costumes, and, yeah. and the creativity of people, especially in West Hollywood. Oh, I'm definitely not going to West Hollywood ever yeah. again. I, had I did that four years that. in a row. It's yeah. the worst. I also did it four years in a row, yep. and then I was like, nope, done with that. Yep. Experienced it. Yeah. It's good to go. Uh, well, someone who who knows if they have Halloween in in uh, in, uh, in the Dutch land there, but uh, uh, Alistair Black. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do that segue. Uh, I believe he's in from Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam, not Dutch it. land. Of Amsterdam. There you go. But he's Dutch. Uh, he did his promo. Uh, can we stop doing these promos, Alistair? Please. Uh, and then he defeats a nobody named Jason Reynolds. Look, I know you like these squash matches. I hate them, especially for someone who's already established like Alistair Black. It made no sense to me. Give him someone he can actually defeat, uh, and it feels like if it feels good to watch it. This I didn't understand the logic of it. Alistair Black's from the Netherlands. That's where. Oh, he's sorry, from. Netherlands. We both got it wrong. Isn't Amsterdam in Netherlands? That's what I thought. That's why I, I said that. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Oh man, someone's gonna watch this and be like these idiots. The uh, freaky deaky Dutch, as uh, Austin Powers' dad might say. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite. That is the best. All Gold member lines. doesn't get enough props. Of course, that's the best. You could argue that's better than the first one. I would argue. I, whenever I say his Faja, people never know oh. what I'm talking about. Oh, his Faja. How about no, you crazy Dutch bastard? <laughs> <laughs> a blunt and a blint or whatever, blints or whatever. <laughs> Smoking a pancake, you know. <laughs> um, uh, I also, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I think. I'm hopeful that the Alistair Black vignettes will be will get a little better now that they're back on the Heyman led show since Heyman right, is maybe. one of the people who was a big person behind the scenes right, right. Uh, with some of the stuff they've been doing with Alistair Black. And then I feel like when the move to SmackDown happened, it kind of got lost in, in the yeah. shuffle a little bit yeah. and, and not as and wasn't done as cool. I'm 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 hoping yeah. 
they're a little better. I didn't hate the one last night, but I also didn't feel like it was necessary either. Right, we've seen it already. Because he then just came out and, and did his thing. Yeah, and squashed the guy. However, I do like wrestlers having their own, like, distinct backstage area for, okay. for interviews. So I don't dislike that part as much. Okay. Um, so that doesn't bother me as much. Um, okay. The... the, the Squash match didn't bother me as much either, just because I don't know if Alistair Black. Oh, God, Ooh. that scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh, the Happy set's, Halloween. The set's falling apart, everyone. <laughs> oh, shit, that scared me. Uh, <laughs> Happy Halloween. Oh, I'm going to have to cut that clip out. God, just the whole set. <laughs> no, you just, better keep that clip in. No, I mean, cut it. I mean, like, oh, yeah. Cut it for social media. Yeah, I'm sure, scared sure? I got into my wuss sometimes. Yeah, the set fell down right there. That was scary. Um, <laughs> anyway. Alistair Blackman, like, did someone knock? Yeah. Uh, if, he, if he walked out from back there, oh, my God. Once he jump over the table. He just hits you with a, with a black mask. <laughs> I would quick. gladly take a black mask from um, Alistair Black. I will say, though, I felt like that that uh, enhancement talent guy did do a good job. I didn't like how much offense they gave him. Mm. Um, they gave him a little bit of offense, which I was surprised. I thought yeah. it was going to be a quick black mask and be over with, which I would have been semi-okay with. Um, I thought the guy took the black mask well. He did take it well. He can't it like argue that. It looked like he ran into a wall. Like, it hit yeah. him and went back. So I like that. Most of the times these, with these squash matches, I never blame the people who are getting squashed. Oh, yeah, because no. it's tough. It's of tough to step in there. And you have no hype, and they don't build you up. And most of these guys aren't in the best of shape. And so, you know, they don't look like formidable people. So they do their best uh, with the rhythm and talent of professionals who are operating at a higher level. So, you know. Yeah. But I, did, I, I thought but it was like, a good yeah. black mask. The, the, okay. it, was a good, it looked cool to finish her, in my opinion. Yeah. Give him somebody. For, come on. Fair. Uh, anyway, all right. Let's move on to the King's Court. Uh, Rusev comes out looking good. Dude, Rusev looks great. I mean, this is the best. Not, nothing against the way he looked before, but it, there's something about trimming and slimming in the right places that makes you look like Hogan looked better in the 90s during the NWO era than he did during the 80s. There's just different different approaches to fitness and nutrition that, bold, that make the best of your body come out. Well, it's a bold claim. I'm just saying he looked I'm better. I'm not saying it's wrong. He looked better. He was slimmer. He was trimmy. He had the V. He had the massive arms. He looked good. I don't know if he was using it, but he looked better in the 90s, in my opinion, as the NWO guy than he did as Hogan. He was a bit dough. Oh, I don't know. It's softer. I would say he was softer around the edges, okay. even though he was big. But, of course, that's what nutrition and weightlifting was like in the 80s. In the 90s is when they started to understand how to trim, how to cut, how to uh, bring all these other uh, uh, areas of your body out. Yes, I used to be a subscriber to Flex and Muslim Fitness and read every single article. Did you really? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I wanted to be a bodybuilder in my 20s for a long time. I just didn't have the dedication to it. I didn't love it as much as you need to love yeah, it. Yeah, no, you need to love it. You need to love it. You and do. you need to eat accordingly. And I love food too much to be able to cut the way those guys need to Oh, cut. yeah, you have to eat like at... You have to eat like food isn't food. You have to eat yeah. food like food is fuel. Yes. And that's not fun. It's not fun at all. No. It drives people nuts, right? Uh, like uh, the seasonless chicken Hugh and Jackman rice says that. and just like... yeah. Ugh. Hugh Jackman said that to prepare for Wolverine every time he has to, it gets harder and harder for him as he gets older and older because he has to like eat the, like you just said, no seasoned chicken breast with broccoli just constantly. And it's like he loses his love for food completely. So yeah, totally. it's the worst, Makes but sense. you make a million. So uh, anyway, all right. King's Court Lusev comes out, uh, uh, you know, we talked to him, uh, you know, King says, you know, most people have their yeah, stuff I will behind eat the unseasoned chicken for millions of dollars, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man, so someone wants to give me that offer. So would I. It'd be tough, but I would do it. Um, but we get, 
that uh, in the middle of his uh, conversation talking about how, you know, he still loves his wife, still wants, he thinks they'll be together afterward. This whole thing is done. We go to a shot of a live shot of Lana and uh, a Bruce, I mean, Lana and Bobby Lashley there in the restaurant. Lashley looking good in his suit saying, you know, he's got to get rid of the old come in with the new blah, blah, blah. And uh, but King does bring up and this is kind of pushing back on what you had said earlier, Ryan. You, I, I, I was on your side in this. You were saying like Lana is trying to motivate him. But this feels like Lana has legitimate complaints about their relationship now, which King kind of laid out. So yeah. I found this to be an interesting segment. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, I although I was wondering where King got that information yeah, from. <laughs> right. Because it's for some hearing about it. She <laughs> never said it. She hasn't said that. Yeah. Is he talking to Lana that we don't need to text Lana and we don't know about yeah. it. Um, I, the only part of this that I rolled my eyes at, cause I, as everyone is now where I, I did like this stuff. It makes me laugh. Um, but I did, I did roll my eyes at, and this is strictly from a production standpoint yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of just knowing how the real world works. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> I don't know if you're yeah, in the same thing as me, but mine's more so if, from a production standpoint, from a logistics standpoint, mm-hmm. how is Bobby Lashley hearing the things that Rusev is saying right. in the ring mm-hmm. when there's just a camera on him? Like, there's not, he doesn't have an earphone, like, he doesn't mm-hmm. have, like, a, you know, a headphone, right. uh, a, a lav thing. He does, there's no speaker. We would hear, the, we would hear that. Also, it'd be rude to everyone in the restaurant if you could just hear what right. Rusev was saying. So that part bothered me because you know that that's not possible. Well, there wasn't a back and forth. So you know but it was pre-taped. He, but he responded to things that Rusev said. Right, because they had probably given the script that Rusev was yes, going to but say. but I go yeah. like, I... Uh, oh, right. You know what I mean? I go like, I that's not saying. possible, right, you know? Right, right. Um, and so that was my only gripe. I laughed. The, the whole the thing on the nose made me laugh. Like, it was what it was. Um, it's so clumsy and awkward, man. I wish I liked it the way you liked it. I just, I, this drives me nuts. And at this point, I don't hate it anymore because it's just there. And I do like everybody involved. Yeah. I just don't like what they're doing with them. So, so I don't hate it as much. Like, last week, I kind of hated it. This week, I'm just like, well, they're going to go forward with this, so we just got to let it play out. You know? And I don't like, think this one, I also think this one went... This is better than the Canales thing, though. I'll take this over the Canales thing any day. Great. I'll accept that. Yeah. And also, you know... At, also, at least in this one, we got like a wrestling angle at the end of it. We did. We did, which felt very familiar to Booker T and Stone Cold in the grocery store, totally. right? It was very familiar to that. Um, but Rusev storms off, yeah, after he sees this whole uh, thing. He storms off, says, I'm going to find them where they're at. And apparently, I know where they're at. I know, I know exactly where they're at. It's backstage. <laughs> That's that restaurant she always wanted me to take her to, and I never wanted to go. Which is located in the backstage of this arena. <laughs> Yeah, because he got there pretty fast. so fast. And for some reason, there was arena security there. Uh, <laughs> good point. Why was Very arena security at the restaurant? Dude. Did they hop in a car and care what, would hap- <laughs> what was happening at the restaurant? Do we play this out? Should we go to the end of the... Oh, we'll, go back, we'll okay, go back to it. We'll go back to it. We'll go back to it. All right. All right. Uh, then we move on. Sin Cara uh, and Andrade. Now, this is interesting... For a number of reasons for me, and I hope I say these things correctly. First, love to see Lena coming out again. Mouthpiece for Andrade. I'm glad they finally settled on that. This is what has to happen. She's good. I don't think her promo this week was as strong as last week, but I'll take it. I'll yeah, just totally. take it. Fair. And, and they come down. But on uh, Sin Cara comes down, and they're going to – I don't know. Didn't Sin Cara switch from person to person? Yes. And he, this one, he seems a little – This is Sin Cara 2. But Sin he's been around forever. Though. Right, okay. Sin Cara 1 was gone pretty quickly. Yeah, he was, right? The smaller dude a little bit, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he's Smaller. In comparison, I don't mean to go. I believe yeah, his yeah. name. Now. Yeah, he was a little smaller. So you would see these guys uh, would come in. Now uh, this was interesting because normally I would find this to be like, oh, Sinkar again. This means nothing. But they put on a hell of a match, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they let Sinkar have a little more time. Well, and he's been injured and stuff too. Yeah, well, right. I, he's been. 
back in, he was injured. Right. He's been back for a little bit, but this is like his first back on Raw type thing. Right. Which is kind of funny because apparently the last two matches he had prior to getting injured were also against Andrade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or at yeah. least on Raw. Uh, so that was kind of funny that it's like back. But like, but you're right. I don't think it was the same as one of those matches. Well, those were good too. Uh, but this was very uh, competitive match. Uh, they both got time to shine. Yep. And, you know, you and I had both said like, I just want to see Hispanic dudes, Latino dudes that aren't carrying a pinata to the ring, like that I can get behind. And that was the thing that I appreciated most about this segment was we had Sin Cara doing his thing. We had Andrade doing his thing. And yes, it was two Hispanic dudes, but like that wasn't necessarily like the focus the whole time, even though we also had Humberto watching. But honestly, it makes sense. They're also they're all big three Lucha dudes Mm -hmm. from different, you know, from different, you know, backgrounds or whatever and, yeah. and, and and to me it made sense but like i said it was like oh cool we're gonna get to see a showcase of latino talent yep that isn't some like stereotype in my opinion we don't need the stereotypes we anymore. don't and, and, and i think, I think if vince went away there i didn't go. get scared that i time. think if vince went away the stereotypes would go away i well who, that, who knows I, and i'm not saying that stereotypes are the worst thing in wrestling or whatever like sometimes it does it is not it is i don't to like build it. a character but i get what you're saying but, but i don't sometimes like it. it's a little too much with right like and the pinatas was a bit much i mean crime time was pretty close and then the pinatas came out and i was like geez we're still doing this <laughs> right uh, yeah we had the mexicals before oh the mexicals right uh, right who they hold i, I didn't mind live sheet and steal i didn't mind and that. i didn't mind the mexicals either yeah. I, I, I like the mexicals <laughs> like it was so stupid what? they came out on lawnmowers but like, oh. but it made but like, yeah, I'm, yeah okay. I'm, I'm Mexican. It made me laugh. All right, well, uh, you can say that you're allowed. I'm, I'm allowed to say you're allowed. I'm Mexican, yeah. dude. I'm Mexican. I won't contradict I what you feel in about Mexico. It. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I, I, I laughed at I, or um, I liked all of this. Yeah, I, I really, really liked all of this. I thought it was a good showcase for both guys. Yes. Um, and I felt like uh, Zelina, regardless of what you thought. The promo maybe wasn't as strong yeah. as last week, but I mean, still, like bad. you said, not a bad one. Nope. Still a killer promo. Yep. And I loved that Hurricane Rana she did. Yeah. That, that was, was scary. S- that was crazy. She barely caught him. I was so scared. Like, yeah. That's one of those things where you go like, man, if that had just, the the, the, the margin for error yeah. there is just wild, you she know? Didn't, she didn't just flip. She flipped onto him. And yeah. I was like, what are you doing? And she barely caught his shoulders. It wasn't. I mean, it was a wide gap, so let you know what. Like she needed a little more control over it to hit like around the neck, but like still, the, just yeah, the I'm fact that she that was exactly awesome. just yeah. the fact that she even did it was incredible. And all props to Sinkar for rolling with it and, and selling it. So yeah. She's great. And what a what a debut here for Humberto Carrillo. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they show him watching the match and then they interview him. What do you think? What did you think about his interview? Okay. It was better than I expected. <laughs> yeah, but I think because we know how I think li- this is on purpose. Well, we know how Hispanic, you know, Spanish-speaking talent sometimes has trouble, kind of like clicking, you know, sure. with, with you know, with the American audience sometimes. Yeah. But honestly, the fact that he's so advanced, he he clearly is good at speaking English. Already. Yes, it's not yes. like he can't speak English. Like there are right. some guys who are still learning while they're trying to do it. Right. He speaks English clearly. And so um, that to me was fine. Like yeah, there's going to be a few little things here and there. Sure. Whatever, you yeah. know, like that's not a problem to me. If anything, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised because I was like, Oh, cool. Now Vince can get behind this guy yeah, a yeah, little yeah. Bit. or whoever's in charge. They can get behind this guy. Cause they go, Oh, there's not that, that language barrier. Like, no, this guy speaks English, you yep. know? And he's, 
got dimples for days, you know, like yeah. he is a, an incredibly attractive man, you know? Yeah, okay. Uh, what is interesting, you though. You can't but, be comfortable enough in your masculinity well, to say that? Didn't, no, it just didn't occur to me. That he, that he was or he wasn't. Oh, those dimples. He's got that okay. million-dollar smile. That's like baby face. Honestly, I That's haven't seen a baby at. face... With that much that much baby face potential in a long time, well, and that's what I'm getting at. I, I think it was uh, an interview done uh, on purpose this way to sell him as an uber baby face. Absolutely, because he's thin, wide eyed. Yeah, he was like, "Thank you for interviewing me," and then walked off. Yes, and and that was interesting too to walk off on his own terms. Yes, instead of walking off because she was done with. Yeah, him. totally. And I like that. Yep, because it's a baby face, but it's a baby face that it can be tough when he needs to be. And he mentioned the champion on yeah, day he mentioned one. Champion, yeah, he didn't absolutely. Care. I yeah. love it. I was like, yeah. If you don't know who this guy is. This is an interesting introduction to him. Certainly flashy. Uh, got that... Uh, he's got a Lucha vibe. Where I was going to say, the, like Jushin Lager or whatever. He's yeah, got that kind of look to him. Similar. With the, the, yeah, similar look to him. But so definitely got that, that 90s Lucha yes, kind of yes, yes. thing. Which you I know? like. Yeah, I think totally. it works. If you're going to introduce, you got to do something. What's old is new again sometimes. And so I liked it. I like this thing. And, I, I was, and I'm with you. I was like, is this going to bore me, his promo? And it actually kind of worked. So I was down with it as well. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. And we'll, and we'll see Humberto yeah. later on in the night. Uh, Viking Raiders and Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins got into this here for the was it for the belt? I don't remember. It was no, for the, belt for the belt. So it's just a fight. Raiders destroyed them here. Yeah. So did. I, I mean, uh, I don't understand the whole promo ahead of time with the pyro and all this kind of jazz that they were talking about Ryder and Hawkins. But I feel like they're trying to go for to me the vibe I got was yeah. that they're setting up a heel turn maybe. Oh really? And maybe we're gonna you know because they're, they're doing I'm this whole cool gratitude era thing on social media yeah. where they're like, I lost tonight, but I'm still gracious that I got on TV and and, and got a, a, a promo or whatever. I feel like they're going to cool start leaning to the heel side of things, maybe, which okay. I would also be cool with. Yeah. Um, I, and, you know, we had called for the Viking Raiders to have a little more competition. And, you know, now that they're tag team champions, I kind of like that they're, you know, still running, you know, they're still these dominant forces on the show. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there was the AOP vignette, which I feel like, Clearly, they're talking about how they weren't signed. You know, they weren't drafted. They were only signed because they didn't want to be held back from going to SmackDown and that kind of thing. So I feel yeah. like we're gonna get an Authors of Pain Viking Raiders thing. Yeah. So I personally, you know, I like when there's two things that are these constants on the show that are continually building until they intersect. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we're getting right now with AOP and Viking Raiders. They're just making Viking Raiders so dominant in yeah. the ring right now. Yeah. So when AOP finally attacks, it's that much more meaningful for both sides. Yeah. Well, let's move on to that because, I mean, this was a pretty simple victory. Let's move on to the AOP promo. Um, are we hitting the wall already or are you okay with them? Still? I love this. Okay. No, I liked it right, a lot. You know, if anything, I like that they're going to try. It seems maybe that they're going to keep the draft around. Like, not keep the draft around, but 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 ramifications of the draft are yeah. going to kind of be involved in some stories. Yeah. You know, um, AOP complaining about how they weren't drafted. They were signed after the fact. I like that. I mm-hmm. thought that was an interesting thing. Um, and if they genuinely go in that direction and Raw does get the three draft picks or whatever, the choices from yeah, Spender, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. I like yep. that. It adds some sports feel to it you mm-hmm. know so I, I'm, I like it I gotta see them debut soon I gotta see them come back soon I'm in that place of like okay this was a good promo but now it's I'm starting to hear The Rock go I did it for The Rock so we're getting to that point okay. so I'd like the AOP to come back and, and just jump into this thing once and for all uh, because I don't know how many more of these promos we can have because you can only threaten to destroy so long before you're like well will you destroy something already and so it feels like we're getting to that point do you think that they'll come back with a and obviously this isn't with inside and inside mm-hmm. or anything like that. But uh, 
Do you think they'll come back with like a new look in the ring too? Yes. Since they've been doing the suits and everything. I think, I think they have to. New music, new everything. You think a, a total rebranding, and I think that'd be smart. I think something it might more be too. vicious, and um, they might even debut at a pay per view and interfere or do something to destroy the Raiders either after they win or before they win. I think that's hundred percent when we're going right? to see them debut. I oh yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. can't debut on Raw or SmackDown. They, they have to debut, debut because bigger. they haven't come. Oh, right, back. right. They have to come back. Come back. back. Something yeah. bigger. Yeah, and not Crown Jewel either. Something else. I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good to see. Because I'm, I'm looking forward to them coming back because I thought they, they were got, unfairly done from and, the beginning. And they got to attack in the suits because those suits yes. are badass and it makes them look like the Salamanca twins from Breaking Bad. So they got to they, they <laughs> yeah. come in with the suits for their first attack. I don't want them to wrestle in suits. You know, right. Not looking for some IRS look for them to go for, but I, I oh, want yeah. them to attack in suits. <laughs> I like when hitmen looking dudes attack in suits. It looks cool. What, what, year, what season is the, uh, those guys? Third or fourth? Second? It's not second, right? Is it third or fourth? It, I feel like it's the second season. Okay, it's been so long since I watched the. Full I'm show. going to. I'm going like the girlfriend goes away this weekend and next weekend. Oh, and you're gonna. So Johnny's gonna jump on to Breaking Bad all, oh, yeah. all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Johnny's yeah. got a full binge yeah. fest plan. Yeah, I, had, oh. I was gonna binge on the plane ride back from Orlando. By the way, shout out to everybody who watched that on a live stream to Schmodown. Um, I can't reveal the, the results. But oh, like, so that was live stream. That was live stream, but we but they're gonna put the video up again on Friday. So people for know everybody. what happened. The people who watched it live know got what it. happened. Uh, so uh, anyway, spoiler free. Won't no, say anything. spoiler free. Don't say anything. But I, I have already done that once, and we had to cut it out. <laughs> it's true. Well, the plane ride back, I was going to, but I was so tired. I didn't want to start when I was tired because yeah. that would throw me off. That so. was why I didn't watch El Camino for a week. Oh I, yeah, okay. I didn't watch El Camino until Sunday night. I okay. think. Okay. Because my girlfriend, I well, one, she was out of town, and I kept saying, well, I'm just going to watch it without you. And she right, was, right, I'll right. watch it without you, too. But then I kept getting tired every night, and I was like, I think I'm just going to wait till you get home. And so I waited. I daytime watched it yep. so I could, like, have full attention. Fantastic. So I'm okay. jealous. All right. I'm jealous that you get to watch Breaking Bad again with, with, <laughs> with virgin eyes. Uh, and then you get to go into El Camino, which yeah. is going to be a little different for you because I feel like the wait did maybe make it a little better to me. But honestly— okay. Epic uh, prologue, right? That's after. Yes, yes. Epic prologue to, to Breaking Bad. I loved it. Fantastic. Also, real fast, because I, I saw some people asking, what did yep. you think of the Star Wars trailer? I like the Star Wars trailer. I really enjoyed it. I, though, I do think they're going to redeem Kylo, which drives me out of my effing mind. <sighs> me too. I, I don't know. want... It's, uh, uh, this is a show about heels and faces. And to me, what we're reviewing, and to me, he's a heel, classic heel. I don't want him to be redeemed. Like, he doesn't need to have the Darth Vader arc. Right. And that shot of him and uh, 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 Ray destroying the Darth Vader or whatever that is, that makes me angry. If I'm hoping that's just like a force right. thing they've had, those vision things. Right. If it's that, then great, because I don't want him to be redeemed. And I'll say this again, because I tweeted about this too. Someone said, well, well, wouldn't his dad want him to be redeemed? Here's the clue. Here, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody's father wants their child to be redeemed because they believe in the best of their child. You know. I'm also, do we need to redeem the guy who murdered Han Solo? Yeah. His really? own dad? He come up and murdered Han Solo. And we don't even know... Why? We still don't know why. And we might not even know why by the end of nine. That was why I tweeted because I, I, someone said, it was a headline I saw that said, J.J. Abrams says that almost all of the questions will be answered with episode nine. And I thought to myself, those assholes told me that was lost. I'm not falling for that again. JJ, I know you were really only involved in the, in the premiere yeah, episode of Lost. First, yeah, yeah. Don't care. Bad robot production. You were involved. Your name was on that sucker. So don't give me that. Because I don't. I, you, you, you fooled me once. Not fooling me twice until I see the movie. But to be fair, Lindelof kind of stuck the landing for a lot of people with leftovers. So maybe that. I never watched it because I was no. still so mad about that's Lost. Fair. That's but fair. But people seem to 
people love leftovers. Yeah, and, and I'm Watchmen. gonna watch Watchmen. Yeah. I, I have it on my DVR. I've had a chance to watch yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also love the Star Wars Did, trailer. I got yep. goosebumps. Like yeah. that, that, those last few seconds when you hear the Emperor. Again, oh yeah, and then you hear Luke, and 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 she's just standing there, and I, I like got tingling. Yep. I was like, oh yeah. C three PO saying, "I want to take one oh. last look at my friends." They want to. <gasps> oh, they want to cry. I know, like, right? Oh no, you can't kill C three PO. C three PO dies. People are gonna storm the screen if C three PO dies, or if R two dies. If they both die. Woo! Good God! Talk about wiping the slate. What if they do the Terminator though, like where he like goes into like a thing and he has the thumbs up afterwards? You know? Beep, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Check out his spoiler. His spoiler review Terminator coming soon. Yeah, I will. I can't wait. I can't wait. I really enjoyed that. That's all I'll say. All right, let's move on uh, to the next thing, and that is uh, let's talk about the twenty four seven title stuff. This I was ready to say this was getting boring with our truth now. Where he's had it so much, it's, they got to find someone new, and then they threw in the Singh brothers, and this was funny. Uh, you know, them saying this new approach to them uh, becoming Bollywood stars. Uh, one of them pins the other, uh, pins our truth, runs off. Then our truth later on tries to pin one, but it's the wrong one, which I thought was genius because the reference. Why aren't you counting? It's the wrong one. I literally started laughing out loud uh, while I was watching it. It was. I brilliant. was shocked because I did too. Yeah, I was shocked there wasn't more backlash on Twitter over that one over like <laughs> wrestler pinning the wrong brown guy. You know, <laughs> well, like brothers, right? Yeah, but like it's they not twins? like they're twins. Oh, okay. They're, well, they're twins, brothers. and they look—they don't look alike, other than the fact that they're both the same race. Well, like, but they're wearing the same clothes. Yeah, okay. And fine. they look the same size. Fine. So, and he was doing it from behind. But then when so he, he didn't saw see their the faces, face. he's like, oh, "There's two. You're." I am being I social justice warrior here. But I'm not saying I had a problem with it. I was yeah. more just surprised that I didn't see those types on social media that were like, oh, right. because oh, oh, I did laugh at it. And for the same reason as you, I felt like the R-True thing was sort of run its course yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit. Yep. And not that I don't want to see him involved in the 24-7 title, but like we had said before, I wanted it to be um, a place where the comedy wrestlers – all get a few weeks to shine. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? And so um, the Bollywood... <laughs> this keeps Bollywood happening. brothers uh, are funny. They're entertaining dudes. I'm always happy when we get to see a new talent that has uh, something of value to provide in a comedic way to the 24-7 yes, title scene. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I welcomed this. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it as well. All right, uh, let's, and we'll see where it goes from here because, uh, obviously, one of them has the title. So maybe our truth at SmackDown will do something. We'll see. All right, Rusev, let's finish that up. Uh, surprises, uh, surprises. Uh, Lashley and Lana in the restaurant and uh, attacks them. This is even after the major D had said, hey, uh, can we not have any problems at my restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And Lashley goes, Rusev doesn't have the guts to show up as if, like, you haven't been watching any of Rusev for the last few years. Certainly shows up. This was a massive melee. Uh, you have Lana standing on top of one of those uh, uh, booths, <laughs> y- y- pointing her sh- shoe at uh, at uh, Rusev, and all this Rusev being held back. Let me tell you something right now. If you if you're a man who goes into a restaurant to attack a man who's having dinner with your wife and cheating on you. Uh, three dudes are not going to be able to hold you back, especially with the size of Rusev. So I get that they had to play this up, but that was a little unbelievable for me. If they had had four or five dudes on top of Rusev, that would have been a little more believable. Especially those size guys. They weren't big enough to be holding they their man that angry back. And only one guy was holding from behind while the other two were standing like this. No way. No way. We had well, we had uh, uh, Tyson Fury and friggin' Strowman throwing the 30 guys roster, around. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So please, one dude cheating on your wife, that ain't going to happen. No, and like I said earlier, I laughed that it was arena security for some reason there. Like, it, Yeah. Someone just walk in? Nope. What was that noise then? It's just something else that's cracking. What is happening in yeah, here? Yeah, man. This room is falling apart. That's right. Uh, I, I, I laughed the fact that it was... 
building security. Or sorry, there's a rate of security. Um, but I, I mean, this was just such cliche, like wrestling yes. 101, like guy's wife cheating on him. Now he's going to go get his revenge. I mean, you see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I, I laughed, but it wasn't anything like earth shattering. Um, yeah. I did think that in a wrestling heavy show, which I know it's a wrestling show, but like where there was good competitive matches, I like they still provide a balance with stuff like this. Yeah, sure, sure. I just want it to be better. I, like I said, I don't hate it as much as I did last week. It's more like, okay, they're going to f- play this thing out. If it leads to a Lashley-Rusev match, fine, but if it's in the long run about getting Rusev over and back in people's faces again, great. And if turning him face is fantastic as well, so I'm down with it yep. overall. All right, Ray comes out, uh, does his uh, promo, uh, Ray Mysterio, uh, promoting Cain Velasquez's match versus Lesnar, gives an update about his son, Dominic, uh, but then Heyman interrupts him and does another great uh, promo. Such his. a good promo. I mean, really. As a guy who does decent promos in the showdown, watching guys do them, like, really, you just learn so much watching the pacing the delivery, the build. It's just so great to watch him go back and forth. And Ray, Ray gave as good as he got, which I thought that was really cool too. And, and says he's going to split Lesnar's head open. Or I got footage, blah, blah, blah. All of this. Uh, and then, uh, then Sheldon comes out. But until we get, but before Sheldon, what do you think of this whole back? Oh, do Sheldon first because okay. I'm going to come to it all. All right. So then Sheldon comes out, of course, because former Lesnar's former tag he's team like, partner. Yeah, the new makeshift, uh, he's like, he's like, Lesnar when Lesnar's not there now for some reason. Yeah, basically, yeah, he's replaced him. Uh, he comes down uh, and starts to bully Ray. Bully Ray. He starts to say, like, hey, these things. Like, where's where's Lesnar now? Where's your, where's your Moses now? Uh, as Ernest Borda, I might say, in Ten Commandments. But he was saying all this to him. Uh, and then eventually you hear the music and Velasquez comes out. Cleans the ring, and not as convincingly as I would have liked. We're still, he's still, you know, learning how to do this kind of stuff. I think, uh, but anyway, the point comes across that it, this is a guy not to mess with. Uh, so that, yes, yeah, so I wanted to encompass the Kane things, so that's why I yeah. had you uh, mention that yep. as well. So, like you said, that promo from Ray from mm. from uh, uh, Paul Heyman, so good. Yeah, honestly, like they had me on the edge of my seat. Both of them, I was just like, yeah, this is stuff i watched this stuff for yeah. Heyman is so good at, tell, at cutting promos mm-hmm. and i was just sitting there just marveling at it like man i love it when he when when he's like in this form um yeah. ray was also killing it uh you know emotional yeah uh, telling a good story uh, i was super into it um the shelton benjamin thing loved it yeah. i like shelton benjamin being like total bully asshole and just like like Oh yeah, pushing you. Let me get me an intercontinental title shot, huh? And, like smacking him in the face. Like, yeah, where's your friend now? Yeah. Where's your friend now? Uh, he played that up very well. Um, it seems like they're moving away from whatever that weird Shelton Benjamin like quiet room vignette thing they yeah. were doing was. Uh, this is better for Shelton. Absolutely, much better for Shelton. Oh my god. Um, I like that Heyman is doing stuff with Shelton yep. on, on Raw. Um, the Cain Velasquez thing. I was so hyped. I know, brother. One. You got to show the Titan Tron when you're playing the music of a guy no one knows yet. Yes. That's, that, that, is in, that is intended to elicit a big pop because his music played, and I was like, who yeah. is coming out right now? Like, yeah. you know, and it took a while for them to show Kane. He needs a big Titan Tron. Like, yeah. cut to it right away. Kane Velasquez. So I know who it is because there was this weird, like, who's coming out? Like, what's happening? And, he, and Shelton didn't even fully sell it with right. his face. Like, it was, you didn't know what was happening, really. Um, yeah, agreed. I think that Kane, I've loved, I like Kane a lot, but I feel like they need to let Kane do Lucha stuff. 
Kane has trained as a lucha guy. He knows how to do lucha stuff. Okay. That stuff is so impressive. To him. He doesn't have to do fake MMA to impress people. Yeah. I don't think... And, 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 and suplexes. He can do suplexes. Right. Do suplexes. People love Suplex City with Brock Lesnar. Yep. But the fake MMA punches when he's, like, still new, that takes time to, yes. put over, to have believable punches. Because his whole life, he has trained to connect with punches. Yes. To actually hurt people with punches. And it is a hard thing to transition into yeah. not hurting people with punches. You got to know when to pull it. You got to know when to so pull it. it. Looks and he clearly didn't yet. I mean, I mean that's <laughs> like, I, 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 I know, I'm a huge Kane fan. This was but these punches were, were rough. Yeah. He wasn't. Re- he was pulling them way too early. Yep. Um, I think that if he had come in there and done one lucha thing, yeah, the place would have unglued. Yeah. And Shelton could have went running back, and you would have been like. Holy crap, this guy who can kick ass can also do crazy lucha stuff? Right. Whoa, he's going to kick Brock's ass. I think that's ten times more effective than being like, oh, he can do fake MMA. Yeah, or even have him like back up into Ray, and Ray punches Shelton so he's disoriented, and then Kane takes advantage of that and does whatever his luchador thing is. It would still have put it over because Ray was getting bullied, so he's got a right to fight, to hit uh, 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 Shelton in that moment and uh, kind of just uh, kind of disorient him for Kane to do his thing. I agree with you. I also think if he had done one MMA move that was a submission move, good night. Totally. It had been perfect. 100%. Right? If he had pushed him... If if he had pushed Shelton back, yeah. Shelton bounced back into the ropes, and then Kane did an arm drag and locked him into some kind of arm bar, <laughs> yep, yep. place would have went nuts. Absolutely. Nobody needs to say, and I'm not saying, I'm saying he should be practicing those punches and training, not on TV. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Agreed. Like Those punches, I, I, I think it's great, but I, yeah. I just don't think that he needs to be doing the kidney shots like he would be doing in MMA. Let him do an overhand haymaker yeah. like he learned in Lucha stuff, like whatever, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. I watched one of his matches, he can punch. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought it was a bit, yeah, I, I, I wish it would have been more, uh, I, I think this is kind of a, this has been a fumble from the beginning, in my opinion, and they haven't been able to right the ship. And so we'll see by the time they fight for the title, whether they can or not. But I want, I, I think it's fascinating. It occurred to me last night too, as I was watching, like, this is fascinating that people on social media aren't going as insane as they were when Ronda got her shot at the title, that this is a guy getting well, a shot at the title right off the bat. But if you recall, Ronda, they were... They were not happy. People were not excited for her first That's match. That's what I'm saying. And they were like, she's going to fuck it up. She's yeah, going right, to suck. Right. She's going to be terrible. Right. And then the first match happened, and she blew everyone away. Yep. And everyone said, okay, we'll stop. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so I think that if Kane, if Kane comes in and does the same thing at Crown Jewel, I do think the hesitation will be oh, sure. pulled back, sure. pull back on a My little bit. My point is that, that if, if Ron had come out and, got, and gone for the title for their first match, People would have lost their freaking minds. Yeah, totally. And no one seems to be losing their freaking minds at this level that they did about Kane. People were pretty mad about Kane. Really? I guess I'm you're not right, seeing though. it as I guess you're right, though. It is different because with Rondo, is like, well, she hasn't earned it yet. Right. But Kane, she hasn't paid her dues. Right. You're not having seen a lot of people saying Kane Velasquez hasn't paid his dues. Let me ask you. Do you think it's sexism? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. It feels that it way is. to me. It of feels that Because Rondo, you could argue, was a way bigger current star then kane is coming in it's nothing but sexism yeah okay like, i'm not like I, you know like it's not like the wrestling business doesn't face a sexism problem. right right like you course. know it's something they're working on yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but like no of course the male toxic fan base is like 
girl, come into the Never Watch Wrestling, come yeah. into the top of my thing that I watch. Ew. But right. then came last, it's like, well, yeah. he's a tough dude. He can beat me up, so whatever. Uh, yeah, I think there's elements of it, certainly. I think there's also, you have to also factor in Ronda's uh, reactions to her losses, which weren't the most, like, uh, sportsmanlike. So that kind of factored in people not liking her and wanting to hate her. Coming I'm out. also hoping, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that maybe the perception is changing a little bit due to Ronda. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, to people like Ronda, Matt Riddle, Shayna Baszler, Tom Lawler, Brock, Brock didn't transition, but like, you know, yeah. he ha- does wrestle kind of like MMA looking style. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but those other ones, there are people who successfully transitioned yes. into wrestling from MMA. So um, I think I'm hoping that maybe people are just a little more open to it. Mm-hmm. And there is proof on the internet for those hardcore diehard wrestling fans who are the most vocal. Yeah. They can see that Kane was wrestling in Mexico, did two matches in Mexico, didn't just go to WWE. Like he went to WWE and then decided to go yeah. venture out on his own and, and, and brush up his chops a little bit. So yeah. I think it's a little bit different, but I, I definitely think there's a hint of sexism. Okay, Absolutely. fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's move on to our last uh, or second. Oh, yeah, no, our, our second last match, and that is uh, Seth Rollins taking on Humberto Castillo. This Rio. happened. Huh? Carrillo. Carrillo, sorry, Carrillo. And this, that must have been autocorrect. This happened uh, with, uh, in the back there, uh, Rollins and Umberto had a, an exchange, and uh, Rollins offered him a chance to fight him. Uh, no, it wasn't for the title, it was just nope. a fight. Yeah. Uh, so they take, this was great. So good. Absolutely great. And yes, you can argue Umberto does a bit extra, but that extra is showmanship, and that extra is what fans will remember. And like, there's no reason for him to have extra elevation on the arm roll, but it does excite the fans. Also, that extra, yeah, the fact that he did that extra mm-hmm. uh, stuff in his debut match on Raw yeah. against the Universal Champion shows a lot about the the confidence he has in yes. himself yeah. and his balls because like we saw like you know when Ali got that big chance to wrestle Daniel Bryan yeah. and he like almost broke his face yep. and it was like a scary thing you know like it's a real thing when a guy is getting a huge opportunity like this against the champion yeah. like even Seth wrestled a different style in this match yes he did he wrestled a very veteran mm-hmm. like I'm teaching this kid a lesson type style which mm-hmm. I thought was a great way of playing this. Yep, yep. Um, but those extra things, you know, the fact that he was confident enough in himself to do that says a lot about the skill that that guy has. Right. I also felt like, man, you know, you know, it's so cool to see someone get a huge opportunity like that. Yeah. And absolutely knock it out of the park in every way possible. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing you could watch that and go like, Oh, Humberto didn't make the most of this or didn't do that. And I'm sure he's going to nitpick it afterwards right, and, right. And, and do that because I'm sure that, you know, that's what people do in the, for their own field like that. But, like, dude, like, he – I was I was so impressed. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. I was like, man, they just – they created a new baby face right here. They, yeah. they, cre- they have a valuable – commodity that they can now push that that speaks to a certain portion of the audience that is not being served right now mm-hmm. and so um i loved it and i am salivating at the idea of andrade versus humberto carrillo because that is going to be a killer feud yeah absolutely uh, i can't wait till they set that one up that's gonna be well they kind of uh, started last yeah, night. yeah that's right when he, when was, he was watching, watching their match yeah, 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 match. yeah. so we'll see down the road how they make that happen but certainly what this is how you debut and I saw some people online going, oh, you know, I didn't know who he was. And uh, this seemed like way too early for him to be facing blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I don't understand. They like this guy. 
They need a classic baby face, certainly on the Latino side of things or the luchador side of things, because Ray is Ray's long in the tooth and Ray is, you know, near the end. So you got to have somebody who can slide in, maybe if that slot's open, to do something. This kid looks like he's, he's the real deal. He's got the goods. And you're right. There's a difference to so people who step up in certain moments and it works out for them and people who get that opportunity and it doesn't kind of work out for them when we see what we see with Ali. And Ali down the road may have it eventually work out for him and we'll love that as the journey and we'll appreciate that. But this kid right now certainly made a great name for himself after this match and during this match. So And even Seth's reaction afterwards, like, great. And uh, put Ronan down here. Uh, kudos to Seth for wrestling him the way he did yep. and putting him over as much as he did. Because and even the finish worked, it was believable. Yep. The, the the legs up to throw him off, and then the stop, perfect move. Uh, and then at the end, you know, being exhausted, hanging on the ropes at the top rope, and just being like, "Wow, that was way tougher than I thought." So that's a great. Am I going to face this guy down the road? Seth Rollins absolutely deserves praise for yep. this match just as much as Humberto Carrillo did yep. because. Seth Rollins didn't have to do that. No, nope. like Seth Rollins did not have to make Umberto look as good as he did. Like he could have phoned it in. He could have done whatever. He could have just not. He could have probably said no. I don't. He probably yeah. could have fought back, pushed back to creative, and been like, no, I'm not gonna have a 12 minute competitive match with this guy who's right. like from 205 Live. Mm-hmm. But no, he didn't, and he made the absolute most of it, and it made him look better in the process. Yeah. I think that, you know, Seth has been wrestling a lot of the same people for, for a while. Um, and, it, and then sometimes when you do that, it's easy to get caught in the, the repetitive nature of things. Yeah. These are the things we do. These are the spots we come up with. And I'm not, it's not a knock on Seth Rollins. He's a fantastic wrestler. Um, but he just felt different here. Yeah. Like, like I was saying in the beginning with, the, with that heel vibe almost again, where he was like yelling down at Humberto and just wrestling at just a grittier mm-hmm. feel. Like you could tell it was like, he was wrestling as if his character felt like he had been disrespected by a new guy. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. I felt like, and I, I, I think Humberto Carrillo has real potential. Hell yeah, he does. Yeah. Hell yeah, he does. And here's the thing. Also, one more thing about Rollins. People forget, because I know he's in this place where people are kind of turning on Seth and whatever, but him and Daniel Bryan come from the same school, that independent wrestling school, building up, wanting a shot. People saying, you got no shot. You, it makes you work even harder. And uh, Daniel Bryan did it for Ali. Seth doing it for Humberto. Both guys with the same ethos. It really works. And just think, in... I don't know, 10 years? I think he say. won back the fans by doing this. In my he, I also think that. Because yeah. earlier in the show, it felt like they were turning him heel to a certain degree yep, yep. when he was going up in Carrillo's face and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of the match, I was like, I, I felt the same way that he kind of got some fans back on his side yeah. a little bit. Um, this will be, also be a very cool moment in 10 years if Humberto Carrillo becomes a huge deal. Yeah. And, and because... You know, the one that comes to mind of doing something like that is John Cena, of just some sure. guy out of nowhere showing up and impressing people. Yeah, with Kurt Angle. And so, right? um, I, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed Raw last night. I thought that, you know, the, his, the Latino invasion, mm-hmm. the, the influence was strong. We got Ray, Cain Velasquez, Andrade, yep. Humberto Carrillo, uh, Sin Cara, Zelina Vega. Like, we got, yeah. it's like way more than we normally get. I was just sitting there like, whoa yeah like this is awesome yeah so i love that i loved all the competitive matches we had oh we know we left at the main event i haven't even finished i know Shit, i don't I'm know why you're wrapping up I i'm like we, had the, we got I, one more you said that we were on the last match when we I said second to last second sorry, to last. Yeah, sorry. yeah no worries no worries but one last thing with this match rollins is a uh, 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 uh promo Rollins' promo about the firefly fun house 
What do you think about that? Him saying that he had to go to these places and blah, blah, blah. It was whatever. Okay, cool, cool. I want to make sure. I feel the same way. Yeah. It's not worth talking about. No, it was uh, it's not a big deal. All right, let's move on to the end here. Street Profits and, and uh, OC had cut separate promos about facing each other earlier in the night. Both decent promos. Certainly, Street Profits one was fantastic. So and good. they teased who might be coming down with them by talking about different catchphrases and whatever. But you never knew. You didn't know who it was going to be. And then the music, yeah. Am I wrong in thinking that it felt like they said they were going to have a third tag team partner? <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. That's what it felt they like, right? They were saying there was someone coming out with them. But coming out with them and being in the match are two different things. That's fair. I thought So it was meant, Kevin Owens? I thought it meant match. Right? Yeah, I thought okay, it meant Okay, I'm glad that wasn't just because yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people pointed out to me on social media where they're like, well, they never said that it was going to be a three-on-three match. They never it just said, said it, OC it versus felt Super like that. But it felt like and that. The, uh, why would you say the OC if you don't mean everyone? Like, because Gallows and Anderson are their own thing. Yes, they're in the OC, but they're their own thing. And you have a graphic of three-and-three three with a mystery person. Yeah. Come on. When the Outsiders take on somebody, they don't go, the NWO versus. It's the Outsiders versus. Well, that's only two guys. That's what I'm saying. But you know, but Hogan's part of the thing. But he wouldn't be the Outsiders. He's right. part of the NWO. No, that's what I'm getting at. If you're, the Outsiders are fighting, you don't say the NWO is fighting. You say the Outsiders are fighting. So if you're going to say the OC, you mean the entire crew, okay. not just Gallus and Anderson. I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they, but technically, Gallus and Anderson are the OC. That's I thought, their name now. Isn't uh, it's confusing? AJ is also part of the OC, but the when OC they is wrestle, the whole group. Yeah, but when they wrestle as a tag, they're also called the OC, kind of like New Day. I don't like that. Where New Day can be two people. Uh, well, New Day, I think New Day is different because they're not. You don't. They weren't known as a separate tag team. Nobody in that crew, that yes. trio, was known as a separate tag. team. Yeah, they were. Who? They, they had. There were times when only two of them were. Well, I guess they had the Freebird rule for a while, but they were right. But they were never like known as. Just this. Like, Gallison and Anderson are the tag No, team. for a long time, Kofi and, and, and Biggie did the bulk of the wrestling, and, and, and Woods was on the outside. And then when Kofi would okay. kind of single... No, they, they technically... It doesn't feel like the same to Fair, me. Yeah. but it is, technically. Okay, all right. Technically. All right. Fair enough. I can concede on that. But either way, I thought it was going to be a, a six-man tag too. myself. And I was annoyed by it, because right. I felt like they had this huge entrance... The fans are so hyped to finally see Street Profits. Yeah. They've, they've been on Raw for weeks now. Yeah. Um, the fans are ready. The, they were at that apex. Um, yeah, and, we had said they needed to fight. Totally. Yeah. They finally were there with a with a with a huge you know with a with a with a formidable opponent. Yeah. Um, and people were hyped, and I just felt like because they were the whole going to the crowd yeah, thing. Yeah. It was great. People are amped. Fantastic. I just felt like adding that whole mystery person thing. Yeah. Felt like a bait and switch when there was no third mystery person in the mm -hmm, match, mm -hmm. and it, we learned it was just who was going to be standing on the ring uh, ringside yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. That did kind of take away from it a little bit, in my opinion. But um, the fact that the Street Profits main evented yeah. in their debut match and on they Raw killed and it. absolutely crushed it yeah. was awesome to see. I mean, yeah. Humberto. And Street Profits having such like a big night was cool to me because it, it seemed like, oh, this is where we're going to kind of see yeah, yeah. a different show a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, Raw's taking a little bit different form. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown's taking more of the form of Raw, and, and Raw is almost like this, this uh, putty that they can kind of yeah. play with to yeah. figure out what they want it to be. And, and mm -hmm. last night, I felt like they knocked it out of the park with the great matches and the Street Profits getting a huge yeah. moment. I didn't love the KO inter the really? KO. I do. I, it's I know they have fought like a couple years ago, but if we got KO and AJ now, I think I'm more excited for this than I was two years ago. I, it's not that I'm not excited for KO versus AJ. It's less I didn't like how it was done because he has no connection to the Street, Street Profits. Profits. Oh, fair. He's been 
a bad guy for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I know he switched that with the Shane stuff. Before that, he'd been a bad guy. Right. Um, he also, the last time he made friends with, with yeah, a, a New Day. Black tag yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. He then turned on him right away. He so did. I don't know if I really think that he's like friends with, with Street Profits yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess those are little things. Uh, they're very minor, nitpicky things. It's just, I felt like the, they didn't necessarily need that moment. They, if it's they, a fair point. They, you know, could have just won that match yep. and it would have been a big moment still. Yeah. So I, I, that was the main reason I say that. But okay. the fact that they got over on their first night in such a huge way like that in the main event to where. Montez is kissing babies in the crowd <laughs> to close the show. I mean, that's a lot. That says a lot. I mean, I, there are people, myself included, who yeah. feel like Montez is going to be a future world champion. Oh, yeah. And, and that was, to me, the first sign of it. I mean, night one, he, well, at least in front of the audience. Yeah, as opposed right. to In a backstage thing. Night one, and he had the entire arena. Yep. Th- I shouldn't say he. They had the entire arena behind them. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, and it ends with him kissing a baby. Yeah. I think that that right there, if you, if you weren't sure if Montez had you know, world, world champion material in him, I think that that will show you he does. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for Street Profits. Eventually, you know, they probably will have to split up. It, it happens down the road. Who knows? It may, or maybe they stay together the whole time. I don't know. That certainly happened. Doesn't mean they can't have individual glory. As I mentioned, the Outsiders earlier, both National Hall had individual glory and still were a great tag team when they needed to be. So if that happens, great. I totally hear your point about KO and uh, AJ. I was okay with it, but I see your point. Certainly they can't have KO turn on Street Profits again. If they no. do that again, I think that'll that'll hurt KO a lot. I agree, uh, and it'll hurt the Street Profits a lot. So the, the only plus of it was that the fact that the 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 idea that Kevin ending the show like that hopefully means that he's gonna be one of the top baby faces of an anti-authority yeah. baby face uh, on Raw. I'm into yeah. that. Yeah, I'm down with that. But he, before we wrap up here, now we're looking at Street Profits' face. Um, what do we do? Are they lining up the Street Profits to eventually take the Viking Raiders? Because it feels to me, if you're going to give me the Viking Raiders Street Profits, I'm going with the Street Profits every time. Yeah. So I, I, I think they're lining them up eventually. Well, I, I, I have, I, I, it's tough because I really feel like AOP is going to be in that spot. I don't even think Gallows and Anderson are in the conversation. Yeah. And I don't either. They, this rivalry is just to, if, they, if it keeps going, this rivalry is just to get the Street Profits on the, on the map. In front of the raw crowd. And well, then eventually they'll move on to somebody else. It feels like a lot of this OC stuff has been done to give AJ Styles something new, too. That's true. That's a fair point. Based on how quickly they kind of stopped, yeah, like, pushing Gallows and Anderson, Anderson as, right. like, a force. But, I mean, yeah. they're still on show a lot. Sure, sure. Not like they're getting buried or anything like that. I'm just no. saying, like, I feel like this was done more for AJ to kind of, like, have people to lose while he, for him while he's a heel. Right, right. They don't seem formidable, Gallows and Anderson, necessarily. So, all right. Well, anyway, look, here's the deal. Uh, so much better Raw than last week. Certainly, I can concede that. We didn't even yell at each other once? Nope, nope. A couple of things. I had a couple of issues with the show. But, overall, I enjoyed the matches like crazy. If they keep this direction, and as you said, it's putty so they're still figuring it out, then I'm excited to see that this is the more grittier version of wrestling to compare with the more flashy, still strong, powerful wrestling that you're going to get from SmackDown. I like the balance and NXT being the middle again and still just as fun. So Weird, it's almost like you overreacted last week. I, I didn't overreact. 
I they just don't didn't care about us anymore as wrestling fans. Well, I meant that about SmackDown. I didn't say well, that about Raw. We got a few more days. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. All right. Well, that's our Raw recap for uh, Pro Wrestling Shit. I want to thank you all so much for listening to us or watching us. Ryan, tell them they can read, watch, and listen to everything we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos we do. I just posted... Um, a video interview I did yesterday with Awesome Kong and Jungle Boy from AEW. Talk for about 20 minutes about a bunch of different random topics. Specifically, one of the things that will be most interesting to all of you guys uh, is all the drama that went on behind the scenes last week when Luchasaurus got injured before Dynamite. Uh, it happened at about 5.30, apparently, mm-hmm. which is very close to showtime. And Awesome Kong, who is a coach in AEW and Jungle Boy, kind of walk us through everything that followed. Interesting stuff. If you're a wrestling fan, I think you'll like it. Make sure you subscribe to the channel while you're there. Make sure you like the videos, comment. I check them out. I read them. We were cracking up over oh. all the... Um, yeah, your comments were fantastic. Over the comments from <laughs> yeah. last week's Raw recap. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I loved them. So many... It was fiery in yeah. there, so I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, but if you just want to listen while you're driving, working out, cooking, doing whatever... Check it out on all the biggest podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Boom. All right, you can follow him at Ryan Sam. Follow me at The Rogue Says on Twitter and on Instagram. Always love talking wrestling with you all. We'll see you next time for another Raw recap on Pro Wrestling Sheet. Take care. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. 
Code PROGRAM.